Hello. Hi. <clears throat> Today's episode is uh, kind of all over the place. A little bit, yeah. We kind of just like, we we just, I don't know, we just sort of talked. It's another one of those, because we, like, we didn't have any sort of... It's a casual convo. Yeah, it was pretty casual. We talked about some, like, the current state of Facebook. I don't know when the last podcast we talked about Facebook and the current state of society was, but this is another one of those. This is one we talked about uh, how we'd like to see MySpace come back. I would love to see that. And we'll tell you why. Yes. And um, talk about family videos some more. Yep. And... Um, some more, a few little small drips of information about the album. Just a couple. Um, get to hear this week's Beer Me. And yeah, this week's Beer Me. Little, little album information. And then we finish on some tattoo talk. Yeah. Because both of us need to get tattooed and both of us hate getting tattooed. <laughs> and I have a lot of tattoos and need finished. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a well-rounded episode. Yeah. You'll, you'll like it. So, um, yeah, before we get into it, as usual, visit us on the websites at superdivorceme.com, uh, facebook.com slash superdivorce, Twitter at superdivorce, and Instagram at superdivorceband. If you would like to contact me, just look me up at Nicholas Villars wherever you go. Uh, if you want to contact me, you can find me on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram at Bender Butt. Did you see that Umbrella Academy is getting a Netflix series? Yeah, I did. I was going to message you last night and I forgot. You would yeah. have been the third person yeah. to message me. <laughs> I'm super pumped about that. Gerard announced it before on Instagram before oh. like the news wave broke, but... There were rumors, and then he was just like, it's true, it's happening, and he posted it, and I was just like, ah! <laughs> ah! I'm really excited. It's going to be sweet. That's awesome. All right, chefs, enjoy this podcast. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey man, welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. Nicholas here. And Bender. Another week, another episode. Another, uh, we're gonna continue beer me this week. Yeah, we are. Pub style. Pub style beer me. With these giant beer glasses. From Cheers. From Cheers. Like the real Cheers. Yeah. From Boston. Real pub style. Real warm beer. Yeah. <laughs> this is beer that was, I, I found this... When I went out to get the uh, recorder from the back of the vehicle. Oh, yeah. These beers have been sitting in my car outside for <laughs> almost a week. That's okay. <laughs> but it's still beer, so... It's still beer. You know. It counts. Mm-hmm. And, um, for the record, we're drinking Land Shark. Warm. Warm Land Shark. Probably not as it was intended, but, um... Probably not, considering it's like a summery... Yeah. Like, beach beer, which is, you know, you'd think you'd want it to be ice cold yeah. to alleviate the heat. But we're, we're in my hot, muggy office that gets, like, no air. Right. For some reason. So, it just, it only makes sense to drink hot, muggy beer. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, keeping in with the theme. Right. Keep it rolling. Um, we were just talking about, uh, you know the oddity of drinking beer warm but it's nothing compared to what you just told me about what they do in france yeah their, their breakfast cereal milk they drink warm milk with their cereal not even warm like you heat it up or something because yeah. i know that's kind of like a thing well that can be comforting yeah to some people no it's like they just drink like room temperature like lukewarm milk with their breakfast cereal put it over their cereal and eat it that was like i mean because it had to have been cold at one point or else it would have spoiled yeah I'm unless sh- yeah. it was like straight from the cow right but, but it I don't sounds think... to me like 
you've got milk that was cold, and then you would have to deliberately leave it sitting out. Yeah. And then... For a while. Just... Either, either, I don't, maybe, you know, maybe they don't, like, intentionally drink it warm, but, like, the hotel that we stayed at, they just, like, left it out uniced. Yeah. It was just sitting there, you know? They didn't, they didn't make any effort to, like, ice it or anything. Or even have little cartons of milk. Yeah. At the very least, maybe you could get just like a bucket of ice that you right, would exactly. set the milk in. And yeah. And if you wanted some. Stupid. No, didn't do that. Just lukewarm. Lukewarm milk and cornflakes. Ugh. <laughs> to me, like, I enjoy a big glass of milk, but it has to be very cold. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as milk leaves... The like practically frozen temperature. Yeah, it's just like no good anymore. Oh, I know. I just uh, right before I came over here, my grandma got back from getting groceries, and uh, you know she got some milk and she got some Oreos too. And so I was like eating Oreos, and obviously from the trip to from the store to home, like the milk wasn't warm, but it yeah. just it just had lost its edge or whatever. <laughs> And I like, you know, but I was just like determined because I haven't had Oreos in a while and I ate the Oreos and I drank the milk and it was just so unsatisfying. I was just like, it's cold, but it's not refrigerated. Yeah. Not as cold as it should have been. (laughs) No. And I was really bummed out about it. I was like, well, I knew this would happen, but I'm still pissed off. That's a disappointment. Did you ever put ice cubes in your milk? Fuck no. (laughs) That's a no-no. I don't put ice cubes in hardly anything except for like pop i think yeah yeah, when when we went to uh to iceland ironically they (laughs) don't like offer ice to put in really in your soda it's just like it's just all glass of soda yeah like even when you go to like you know like a fast food restaurant or something. It's just like your cup is just full of pop, uh-huh. but there is no ice. So it's just a weird feeling. It gives you the sensation. Yeah. It gives you the feeling you have when you know your soda has been sitting out for too long mm-hmm. and all the ice is melted, you know? Right. Because you're used to feeling that kind of shake, the little extra yeah. whatever inside the there. Clink. Yeah. But then you pick it up and it's just, you know, just soda, just soda. I don't know. And, Is it, was it cold, though? Again, it was, like, cold, but there's a reason why you put ice in it, I feel. You know? Like, if you were to go to a fountain and just get your pop, like, it's cool. Right. But it's not ice cold. Right. So it's a little... It's a little off-putting, yeah. In my opinion, it's not like they're. It's not even like they're keeping refrigerated cans and just like giving no. you a whole can in a glass. No. Because I mean, in that case, I feel like it's no big deal to drink soda out of um, out of a bottle. Yeah. With no ice, obviously. Right. Or out of a can with no ice. Yeah. But I feel like if it enters a cup, it or needs a glass. Ice. Yeah, I gotta have ice in it. Because, like, the pouring, like, disperses all of the cold, and then it just, like, gets warm. Like, you take a sip of it, and you're like, ah, refreshing, and then you take another sip, and you're just like, I'm gonna throw this away, (laughs) because it's warm now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, but I prefer, I mean, I like to drink, like, straight out of a can, or straight out of a bottle, like, I don't often... If I don't often make the effort to like pour it into a glass with ice, pop yeah. at least, because then you know, then the ice, if you don't drink it quick enough, then the ice melts and you get watered down soda. And it's yeah. just, what's the point? The watered down thing sucks. I know. If you yeah, were really I... smart, you would just like freeze pop and then put pop cubes in a glass and then pour pop over yeah. pop cubes. <laughs> They also make those, uh, those like reusable ice cubes. Oh, like the stones. Yeah, whiskey stones. Yeah, I got my mom some of those one time, when she was like super into drinking whiskey mm-hmm. or bourbon. Bourbon stones. I don't know. They're the same thing. 
We used to have some of those. I mean, they're... But they don't... You don't put them in, and then they, like, just chill your drink down the same way yeah. ice does. They're just cold rocks. Yeah. It's not the same. It's, it's not a good attempt. Yeah, it's a great attempt, but it's not the same. I don't know. I'm just going to start freezing soda. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You could do that. We used to... I remember as a kid making... Did you ever make, like, homemade popsicles? Where you'd put, yeah. like, Kool-Aid mm-hmm. in the ice cube tray and then maybe, like, put two toothpicks. toothpicks. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, I think we even had... We might have had, like, popsicle makers. Oh, yeah. You um, know. A step up. Uh-huh. We were fancy. A little bit fancier. <laughs> <laughs> but I do recall, like, something like that, you know. I remember I used to love freezing orange juice. Really? And, like, having orange juice ice cubes. I've never, I've never had, I mean, aside from, like, buying an orange popsicle, I've never had, like, a frozen orange juice. Mm. I used used to always want, you know, just Kool-Aid frozen. We, I don't think we did it terribly often. One of the, it was one of those things where, like, you learn how to do it with an ice cube tray as a kid, like, you Mm -hmm. see it on Bill Nye or something, and then you, like, run home to your mom, and you do it like one time yeah and then it was never then you're like well let's just buy a popsicle (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got that out of my system right now i'll just have them when i want them you know that's i'm the same with a lot of diy stuff yeah i'm like yes great idea you know good good use of something household and then i'm just like or i could just go to the store (laughs) Yeah. And buy it. Support and engage with the economy. Yeah. There you go. That can be your reasoning. I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm putting my money into the economy, so I'm helping my country. Mm-hmm. I'm not just lazy. I just... <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like every time I see a life hack on Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, but really... To get the full bet, like, you have to do a lot of life hacks. And I feel like the majority of them I see, I'm just like, yes, ingenious. I'll probably never use it, (laughs) you know? I feel like a lot of them are kind of good for you. Yes, exactly. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that great use of that other thing. Yeah. That I never would have thought of myself. Yeah. But I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, that episode of The Office where Daryl is reading a life hack book trying to, like, literally save himself time, mm-hmm. you know, in the day. Like, you can do this to complete this and this at the same time. And somebody walks in while he's reading it. And they're like, oh, what are you reading? And he explains it. And he's like, I've saved myself 90 seconds today, which I just wasted explaining how to use this book to you. And he's just like, damn it, you know? That's how I feel about most life hacks. Yeah. Just like, to to really reap the benefit, you have to, like, compile every fucking thing you see and actually put it into practice. Because that's the thing people don't do. Yeah. Is actually, they share it to their Facebook, and then they're just like, "Well, <laughs> good for me, life hacking." I shared it, you know, but yeah. then they never actually put it into work. That's pretty much all of Facebook, isn't it? Yes, I was having this conversation with my mom the other day about how society has gone from. Uh, we used to, like, collect, analyze, and utilize information. Yeah. You know, like, you you learn a lot about, like, one thing, and then you put it into practice, and you would, like, you know, you have, like, all this stuff. And then people started, like, collecting data or information and sort of, like, analyzing it and looking it over, but then, like, would never really do anything with it. And now people are literally just collecting information. Yeah. 
that's all that's all we do like as a culture now is share it share it and then that's that's the extent of because i think when like the gratification people get when they share things is like someone else is going to do something with this. <laughs> <laughs> that or people are like people will think that i did this and it'll make me you know yeah that that too you know if you share it then people assume you're doing it right right but that's why I not. never share shit on my Facebook. I, I don't really share anything like that to make it seem like I'm, here's something valuable. Right. You know, not very often, unless it was something extremely useful that I was actually doing, but I, I try not to be one of those Facebookers who's constantly like, here, you should be doing this and this and this. Mind you, I'm not doing any of these things <laughs> myself, but you should. Yeah. The only thing I ever share on Facebook are like, articles from any of the pages i follow yeah. that are of interest to others and i normally share them on their page because i'm like i don't want my timeline being jumbled down with all a bunch of shared shit and yeah. then uh music videos facebook is uh just the internet in general i mean sometimes it takes a lot of a lot of restraint because you know i i don't want to be one of these people who's just out there ruffling feathers and yeah. you know causing a ruckus about this and that but you know again and i i feel like a sellout sometimes because it's like i have to hold my tongue because i don't want to uh well just when it comes to like hot button issues like everyone else, I have opinions. Yeah. I want to say things, but then I'm like, well, I'm also like in a band where I'm trying to I know. connect with people. Yeah. And you don't want to, we're not a political band, so I don't want to no. bring that shit in and start like making suggestions as what people should believe or that's what, you know, a lot of the, the celebrity stuff when celebrities come out and say a bunch of shit and it's like, I feel like that kind of throws a gauntlet down in the way. And yeah. it's like people worship these celebrities sometimes and then they'll feel like they either have to jump on board with what this person says or they have to stop enjoying their work now because they disagree. And it's just, uh, we're not quite at the point maturity wise where we can separate like the entertainer, if you will, mm -hmm. from what the entertainer believes yeah. So. There's nothing I hate more. There's nothing I hated more when I went to concerts more regularly when a band would like say a bunch of political stuff mm -hmm. on stage. I remember seeing Fallout Boy and there were a couple times throughout their show where Pete Wentz was like very vocal about his political views and was just like, Shut the fuck up and play your music. Yeah, you're like a pop band. Like I don't give know? a shit what you think about the presidency or whatever yeah. i can't even remember who like what the issue was at the time mm -hmm. but i was just like just shut up yeah like i just want to hear sugar we're going down yeah that's all i fucking care about that's why i came here yeah. I mean, you know i don't i feel like sometimes superstars celebrities who have this platform they get up there and then they start in a way feeling like they're they're like government representatives now right. like now they're, they're like responsible for setting the the image that they think is the good image mm -hmm. or whatever yeah and i think that that can lead to laziness too because then rather than people feeling like they have to research the issues and find out for themselves it's like well i like this band and they think this so right that's like what i think yeah and it just I, you can never get rid of that completely because you no. could have people do it with their friends where it's like well my friend thinks this and i don't want to i don't want to you know go against the grain so i'll right. just go along with that too. well i'm not going to pretend that i don't like lady gaga because she routinely stands up for women's rights yeah like well i that again to me i in a perfect world, what the entertainer believes doesn't mean shit. Yeah. It's like, do I like their music? Right. Great. I don't give a fuck what they think in their personal life because <laughs> because they should be allowed to have opinions that differ yeah, exactly. from mine. Yeah. And I shouldn't 
have to feel like I can only support people who agree with all the things that I agree with. Why? How fucking boring is that? I mean, you I, know, like, I love System of a Down. I know they're a super political band, but mm-hmm. I, I have no idea where they fall or anything. Yeah. And if they fell, if I agreed with them, mm-hmm. fine. And if I didn't agree with their politics, like, they still fucking rock. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been around for a while, but I, I would still continue to listen to them because they're awesome it's like when you hear the song does it make you want to dance and like move around that's what matters you know like person plenty of it's the same thing with actors you know and and you know artists of all sorts is their work moving you in some way that resonates with you Mm -hmm. and if so then i think people should be mature enough to say all right, well, maybe we disagree on some things, but that's that's their right to do, you know? And, and I don't have to boycott this person yeah. because they disagree with me. I disagree with all of Taylor Swift's drama, but yeah. I still love her music. Yeah. It seeps into, like, personal pages, too. It's why I, like, stopped following everyone. Yeah. Literally. Uh-huh. You know? It's because I, I got sick of of like the the insulation that I saw taking place over the course of time where it was like it, comments for, it doesn't matter who said it it'd yeah. just be like well if you believe this just unfriend me now that's exactly the opposite of what we should be doing yeah because you need to talk with people who disagree with you that's the only way that you can like bridge the gap right it's the only way you could ever reach a compromise or understand each other not by just shutting down and saying, well, if you think this, then fucking unfriend me, you fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> just let's have some discussions. Let's debate. Let's argue even, you uh-huh. know? We should be able to handle that, I think. People can't, though. I guess can't not. Can't handle it. Can't they, handle well, they, cause, cause I think all too often people don't argue or debate with the mindset of like you're allowed to have a different opinion than yeah. me I think they do it and if the person still doesn't change their mind yeah then they just like it it just ends up in anger yeah and disdain for the other person like it's not you don't you don't ever argue about something and then go early on Facebook like you know you don't ever argue with somebody on Facebook and then they just go, look, I get it and like everything's fine and I like you as a person, but I just don't agree with you and that's okay. Right. They're all just like, you fucking asshole, like you better believe what I believe or else you're fucking dead to me. Yeah. It's more, it's seen as more of like a, a competition. Exactly. Like where one person's going to win or it's going to be mm-hmm. a stalemate. Right. Where to me what should happen is like maybe someone gives up some ground if they if they genuinely hear something that sways them great and if not then at least if you listened hopefully you understand at the very least you may not agree with but hopefully you understand where the other person's coming from yeah right which i try and do that i mean Mm, so do i so it's like even if i even the people that I disagree with, I still, I get where they're coming from on a lot of things, but yeah. I don't, it's just not, it's, it's, I hold a different view than they do, yeah. you know? And I, I don't, uh, I don't know why that's such a bad thing. It's disappointing. Yeah. But again, that's why I, I tuned out. I follow yeah. fucking fan pages. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I mean, I've I've said it before and I'll say it again, but I'm fairly lucky with even the amount of friends that I have on Facebook, which I think, oddly enough, is exactly equal to the amount of followers I have on Instagram. No. I think I have 400 and 400, which is just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even with the amount of friends that I have, I don't often get subject to those kind of posts, mm-hmm. you know. 
where people are like, oh, just like fucking unfriend me or posting, yeah. you know. It got really awful during the election. Oh, yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, well. And I still get, this isn't... you know, people sharing articles and things like that. But <laughs> yeah. with all of this hubbub about fake news and whatever, like, mm-hmm. it just, like, I don't care where the article comes from. It, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just, and I just, you know, scroll past. Mm-hmm. There's nobody particularly, I think, on my Facebook that just bombards you know, everyone's feed with, like, the yeah. same activist crap, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, we need to either either super support of the president or super uh, against the president. Like, nobody on my Facebook is just, like, every single post, you yeah. know. But. Well, that's good. So, I, I mean, I, I remain fairly lucky, even with my vast... Of course, it's not nearly as vast as, like, Lindsay, or I'm sure maybe even Jesse, like... Yeah, I'm sure. Lindsay has, like, fucking, like, 4,000 or some shit, and, mm-hmm. you know... I, but at that point, it's like, you know, she probably... Well, she'll do the same thing you did. Like, if somebody... If she somehow continually sees things from somebody that are just, like, completely negative, just... Mm-hmm. Un- all right, unfriend them. Yeah. I just unfriended some douche yesterday. Uh... For commenting on my one status. I don't know if you saw... Oh, you probably didn't see my status, but I posted about uh, moving. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you about it afterwards. It was was nothing crazy. Okay. But I just, like, some douchebag that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. Like, I have just been adding people because of the band. Mm -hmm. Like, if they find me, I'm just like, fine. Yeah, you know whether whether they know about the band or not. I'm just adding whoever adds me because it's just one more person that might see me post about super divorce. Yeah, uh, so I didn't even know who this dude was, and he just like made one one wrong comment, and I was just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very personal situation, so mm. I don't feel like you're yeah, it's a little obligated different. to yeah. whether anyone. You know, yeah. Anyone uh, throwing shade at it? Yeah. But I don't know. <sighs> so uh, yeah, Facebook. Man, it's lame, but I'm on it all the time. Do you ever wish like MySpace Classic would come yes, back? Yes, all the time. Constantly. I so- I feel like if they did it and it came back the exact same way it was in the beginning and maybe God. just all they would have to do is tweak it and find a way to where bands wouldn't be fucking saturating your feed. Yeah. If you remember that, cause that's what it became. Right. I feel like that's why everyone left because at a point it was just like, it was just bands were like in, in this fucking stage of infestation where you were getting messages Every two seconds. Hey, check out my shit. Or on like every post you made, it would be like ten comments of random bands coming on there and be like, Hey, check us out, blah blah blah. And it's like, fuck you, get off. Get out of here. Like no. Right. You know, so if they could tone that down somehow, like we've already entered into a new era where that would be nostalgic. Right. So people would be like, oh, fuck, MySpace is back, dude. I know. And everyone would fucking get their MySpace account back. They'd all probably make cheesy-ass MySpace names again. Oh, my God. I'm... People in their late 20s and early 30s would all, all be going by their MySpace names. It would be... I would keep mine. It would I explode. Mine. Yeah, I definitely think it would. I think if they brought back MySpace Classic... Yeah. It would definitely... Uh, it would definitely explode. You'd have your own, you'd have your blog, you'd have comments, your top eight, you know, Mm -hmm. your like, your profile song, yeah, your profile picture. Integrate like an upgraded messenger to rival Facebook's. Yeah. And, you know, Bob's your uncle, as they say. I'd love it. Just be amazing. What would you, would you add anything to it, like from the Facebook era that we've got now, things that we're so used to? Like, how could you make MySpace classic, but also 
give it like the appeal of Facebook's current setup? Uh, I don't know because I'm not really like I don't like have a boner for Facebook's current setup. Like, but I mean, so many people use it every day for all these different things. So. Yeah. I what I want and I, what I don't think would happen. But what I want is for MySpace to go back to you really only add, like, real people. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see a CNN MySpace. Mm-hmm. Or uh, even, like, Tasty, the the food videos. I don't yeah. want to see a Tasty MySpace, mm-hmm. you know, that people are constantly just sharing fucking videos from that they're never going to make yeah. the food for, you know? Like, I just about want... bands were such a huge thing? So then what would... Like, how would, would you just say, if but, you're a musician or an artist, then you can have a MySpace page, but, like, if you're a restaurant, then no, we're not going to do that. I mean, I feel like that would be a big loss. Yeah. Because a lot of people would be like, all right, then fuck MySpace right. again. I don't know. You just didn't have that, though, when MySpace was, was around. I mean, I'm sure there were, like, you know... What if you had a feature that would either... Like, imagine if your Facebook page, rather than going through and, like, unfollowing a shitload of people, that there was, like, an option to only allow, like, certain things on your feed, or to maybe turn your feed off altogether, Mm -hmm. to where you could have, like, a classic MySpace page, where the only thing that was on it was, like, shit you posted and comments that people made. Yeah. Or you could, you could allow, you could turn on the feed where, like, other people's posts would show up on your page that mm-hmm. you could see, you know, like, stuff your friends were posting if you wanted to. Or you can only, you, like, you can only see status updates. You can't see shared posts. Mm-hmm. You know, that way. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to share something from Tasty, mm-hmm. then, like, fine, they can share it. But if you're going to see it, they would have had to copy the link to the video and make it their status, Yeah, you know, for it to show up in your feed. Otherwise, you know, hopefully at that point then you're just getting people's text, like stuff they actually wrote. Yeah. You know, or stuff they care about enough to like, I need to, I want to post this article, but I want to like, you know, it's Mm going to be my status or however, you know, whatever. That would be cool. I'd, I'd dig that. Because you scroll through Facebook and all it is is just fucking so-and-so shared this and so-and-so shared that meme and so-and-so mm-hmm. shared that meme. And, you know, I will say the one thing about my Facebook is that I see the same goddamn shit. Like, because everybody, you know, it goes viral and then, like, a bunch of people share it. Yeah. And I think because I have the amount of friends that I do, things circulate a lot faster so I'll see a video, and then, like, four posts later, it'll be the same video. And a lot of, I mean, just naturally, a lot of your friends are also friends with each other. Right. So one of them shares something, and the other one sees it and shares it, and yeah, then it shows and up in your feed again, two times. And Yeah. I'm just, just like, I don't, it, it's fucking stupid, you know? But, you know... The people who create those videos are banking on that because that's more shares and more views for their shit. Mm-hmm. In a sense, that's what we're hoping for at some point. So we can't. It's just a weird. Bash Every, it completely. Yeah, it's I just know. Like, Everything's crazy. It's just like this. It's just like something. One of those brute facts that the world is this way now. And yes, if it you, is. If you want to, if you want to play ball, then you you gotta follow those rules you know that's the way it is right now until someone comes up with a better system yeah you know it's crazy we'll see if they do so maybe maybe myspace can make another comeback that's not the lame attempt that justin timberlake brought to us i never even i never even like got on there I think I made us a Sleep Star page. Really? On the new MySpace uh-huh. when I did that. But it pissed me off when they took away, like, the ability to even visit your old account. I thought that was yeah. lame. 
That is kind of lame. I do remember getting messages from, you know, a lot of bands on MySpace and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I've gotten, or I got messages at the time from bands that went on to be very famous. Yeah. Which is interesting. You know. Like I, you know. Because sometimes, sometimes if you responded to those messages that those people would send you, mm-hmm. you could start a conversation. Oh, I used to do it all the time. Yeah. With my first band with March and Collapse, like that was when it was just like, I think Fall Out Boy was like the biggest band on MySpace at that time. And it was before um, they had really, really broken into the mainstream, but yeah. everyone on MySpace knew them. But I would just, you could search by, I think you could search by location mm-hmm. and you could find profiles by location, like types of music people listen to. And then I would just like go through and message people. Yeah. And I ended up, I mean, we got quite a few fans by just doing that, but it would be a personal message where I would like write to each person that I sent something to. And then I ended up talking to a lot of them and, and it was pretty effective in, in the beginning because not everyone was doing that yet. Right. But then when everyone went to MySpace and everyone was bombarding people, that's yeah. when it became annoying. I think the biggest band that I got a message from, that I remember getting a message from, was In This Moment. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're, they're like a metal band. They have a chick singer. Mm. Um, but they're like super huge now in the metal scene. Like the like the new metal, like the Slipknot Oh, you yeah. know, they'll like tour with Slipknot or they they would probably tour with Korn. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. They're fucking huge, but I remember getting a message from them, from them on MySpace. Did you talk to them? Uh, if I did, it wasn't for very, like it wasn't very much. Yeah. It was just maybe a couple back and forth. Like, hey, listen to our stuff. Hey, listen to your stuff. Sounds great. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks a lot. Like, you know, hope you can... Well, maybe if we make it to your town, like, we'll come to show sometime. Like, yeah. It's probably that sort of exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, then MySpace died, and then years later, I just sort of realized that they had gotten really, really big. Yeah. Are they on the radio at all? They have been before. That 96 Rock plays them every once in a while, but their music is fucking terrible. Not, I don't like them. Are they better than Black Veil Brides? Um, probably, but like I'm just not a not a fan. Me neither. One of those where the chick tries to like you know scream and like metal scream and whatever, but you can like really really tell it's a girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like chicks have to sound like guys. Mm-hmm. But you just, she's just not as like guttural and intense yeah. as like some guys or even some girls. Like mm-hmm. some girls are really, really crazy. You know, there was a metal band that I saw at Ozfest one year, and their singer blew me away with her voice because of the way she screamed. Uh, Opeth. Yeah, heard of them? I know of them. Yes. Yeah, but I I had never heard them before, and they like got on stage, and she started going. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, because I hadn't really seen or heard that before, you know, from a female singer. The chick from I wrestled a bear once was like the one that I really dug like all throughout high school because mm-hmm. they were more experimental metal, not like the yeah. kind of new metal black metal type deal because yeah. i think opeth is kind of like that a little mm-hmm. bit yeah um so i wrestled a bear once followed more fell more into that like experimental like yeah. kind of stuff between the buried me and shit. yeah 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 and then and then they had a chick screamer and she was like fucking dope they were really cool there's not too many of them but they, some of them will really get into it. You know Jada Pinkett Smith was the lead singer of a metal band? Yeah, I remember hearing, I might have listened like a couple of their songs at some point. It was like... Somebody else, I uh, just learned, somebody on Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. is like 
the lead singer of like a crazy ass metal band. Did you ever listen to Juliet and the Licks? Juliet Lewis? No. They're pretty sweet. If you like, just kind of like, oh, uh, like Iggy Pop era punk rock. Uh huh. Yeah, just kind of like high energy. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that, I thought that was pretty cool. Because she always... But it, that was one where when I heard that she was the singer of a punk band, I was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But then I think she's also a Scientologist, which is... Ugh. That's kind of weird. And we can't not like her, though, just because uh, she's a Scientologist. No, I know, exactly. <laughs> I just think it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's, it's strange. It's That's a cult. It is. Scientology is a cult. Like, who was it? Oh, it was when uh, Katie Holmes was still married With to Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. And the reason why she was not in Dark Knight Returns is because... Or The Dark Knight. Um... Oh, she what, was who was it? By Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal? But the reason why is because she said she read the script and like it didn't jive with her Scientologist values somehow. And I was like, but then Tom Cruise is like in Mission Impossible Possible? and right. fucking Jack Reacher and The Mummy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is... I, I don't... Well, she got out of that. Yeah, she, luckily. Yeah. I've... It's one of those things where like... I look at Tom Cruise, and I'm like, maybe you believe some of what's going on there, maybe you believe in some of, but I feel like they've got you in a way where you can't get out. Because he was like, like the first big fucking Scientology. I feel like he really pushed that Yeah, it was like lot. him and Travolta. Yeah. Because he did the, he did like the L. Ron Hubbard movie. Uh-huh. What was that? Um... Where he plays the alien. Do you remember that sci shitty sci-fi Battle movie? Battlefield Earth. Earth. Yeah, yeah. Man, Just really, really lame. I never saw it. I want to now. We should rent it we sometime. Should, uh, we should go to Family Video and rent Battlefield. They probably Earth have it if they have it. Yeah, <laughs> they have a Family Video in Kettering. Mm -hmm. We should go out there sometime. There's one in Dayton too, like right uh, near near ish the Oregon. Is it right next to um, Little Caesars? I think so. Because I think I know Lindsay used to live around in that area, like near Waterville and stuff. Yeah, Jess and I used to go over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. That one. And then also the one in Kettering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to. That like that jarred me being in Michigan. It was like we need to get out the family video more often. Yeah. I don't want to be part of the reason why they don't continue thriving yeah. <laughs> well i was even you know just the other day i was at buybacks and i was looking around and they had like the rogue one blu-ray mm -hmm. you know and i think they were selling it for like 16 bucks and i was like family video had this for 10 yeah like brand new 10 dollars. and i was like okay like maybe i should go to family <laughs> video more often yeah but even that even if they may be like open copies or something like they're still Brand new, you know. Maybe we could like that. Maybe that would be like a quick video series that we could reintroduce to the YouTube page. Yeah, is a weekly trip to family video. That'd be fun. Just like take the camera with us and just yeah go through and just hold up different movies. Yeah, and just be like, oh, I saw this movie one time. Blah blah blah. blah. It fucking sucked. Yeah, <laughs> put it back. <laughs> <laughs> we could get something mm -hmm. every time. Watch it. And then on the next episode, as we're walking around, to return we, could, it. we could casually talk about what we thought of yeah. the movie we got the previous week. Yep. So it wouldn't be like a big intensive review like we did with Super Scary yeah. or anything, but just, eh, that was a fucking shit movie. Yeah, <laughs> here's why. <laughs> yeah. And if we ever really felt like we'd be like, there was this one part, and mm -hmm. then like show it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that. That was yeah. really terrible. Mm -hmm. That would be really fun. Uh, speaking of band stuff, um, I sent you a link to our website that I tinkered with a little more last night. Yes. And then that gave you a great idea for yes. 
a brand new t-shirt. Yeah, our first t-shirt. Probably our only t-shirt for a while, but yeah. that's okay. Uh, our first t-shirt. Um, if you guys want to get an idea of what it's going to look like, you can go to our Facebook and our new cover photo that just says Super Divorce on with the gold letters on the red background. As soon as I saw that, I had this idea to recreate the Stephen King Rules shirt from Monster Squad. But we'll just keep that font, you know, Super Divorce. So Super Divorce will be arched. Is it arched? Is Stephen King arched yes, on that shirt? Yes, Stephen King is arched. And yeah. And the rules is straight across. Yeah. Underneath. So we'll just have Super Divorce arched and then just Super Divorce Rules on the shirt in the font that is on well it's on our website too yeah uh is that the street fighter font no it's called laser 84 i found it it's not exactly the same as street fighter but it's very close mm-hmm. i feel like it's really cool though yeah i like it a lot it's snazzy it is snazzy so we're gonna have super divorce rules shirts uh red on gold or gold on red excuse me yeah uh available Hopefully at our first show, and definitely at our first show, and then hopefully, you know, they'll be available on the web store, and yeah. along with the album, and that kind of stuff, so that'll be really fun. Maybe we can make, uh, you know, some some stickers, too, or some yeah s- patches, or coasters, or something to, you know, some definitely more... to have some other stuff. Some more Super Divorce rules things, just not some, some things that maybe aren't as expensive as uh, t-shirts to make. But I'm really excited. I'm gonna wear that shirt all the time. <laughs> it makes great. that would be kind of cool foreshadowing. Yeah. If like we ended up actually calling like our second album "Super Divorce Rules" <laughs> or a later one even. Yeah. Well, I told you we should. What we should do for all of our T-shirts is just take like '80s movie titles and yeah. and do Super Divorce just in the style of yeah. that title. And just make just a whole series of shirts, just mm-hmm. different. I think it'd be great. It'd be fun. Yeah. They'd be, you know, you could make them collector's items. Do some limited runs. Yeah, limited run, like, like you know, really, really obscure, like, TV shows or something. Get, like, a limited run of mm-hmm. 25 or something like that. Offer them only to uh, Super Divorce divorce club members yeah whenever it comes back mm-hmm. and or mailing list members mm-hmm. you know really cool speaking of that kind of stuff dynamite thunder punch has an indiegogo to release their new album oh what are they doing like different perks and stuff yeah for it? like couple like one gets you a you know see digital download cd and download t-shirt and cd like i was thinking we should, can you should check that out we can either do something like that or uh or offer different I'm sure you've seen like um, bands offer different pre-order packages, kind yeah, of in yeah, a similar yeah. vein. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can pre-order a shirt and a CD and stuff yeah. like that. I was just looking at the new. Have you heard the new Circus Survive song? No. Have you seen the video? No. I listened. I've been uh, keeping my eye on New Kesha because she released oh. another new song today. That's cool. Circus new stuff is really good. Is it? Yeah. As usual. Yeah. See how they can mess up, to be honest with you. But uh, after we after we finish up here, we're about to go over and um, meet with our photographer to discuss the uh, the layout, I guess, and ideas for our promo pictures, and also the pictures we're going to be taking for our album cover. Yes. So that's a little that's a small little bit of info that you didn't have before we will actually be on the cover of the album yeah the two of us together i'm so excited for the the final product to, yeah you know and then take it off yeah it's gonna be which really is not cool. something i mean some bands do it but not many these days no you know put themselves on the cover yeah yeah no i feel like that's that's something from a different era uh-huh you know it became maybe a little uncool to do that, but I think I think Weezer was like the last cool band to like do it constantly. Yeah, and then 
I mean, more recently, like a newer band, I'm pretty sure like MGMT on one of their covers, like the two They're of on them. it, yeah. They're on their first cover, mm-hmm. not their second cover. I'm sure other bands have. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like you said, it's just not very common these days. No. You gotta have album art. Yeah. And we will have some art, too. Yeah. But it's gonna be a, an interesting mix. It's gonna be so fun. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. I sent Bender a little snippet of our Perfect. art. Art. Perf. Worked on. Perf. <laughs> So good. I knew Jesse would kill it. Yeah. Nick's wife is doing the uh, Mart again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know what? And like, I didn't. It wasn't obviously that I didn't think she could handle it. It's just you know, just kind of like, like artists, especially yeah. tattoo artists. You know, they've got so much shit. So I was oh, like, yeah. well, I won't even fuck with it. I'm gonna try and contact this person who was. Uh, who kind of specialized in a very specific style of art. Uh-huh. And it was like, I contacted him, and the first contact I made, I had to send like several messages to get a response. And this dude has like a deviant art page too. Yeah. And he sells prints and shit. Um, but he's not like world renowned or anything. Right. You know, he had like a couple thousand followers, I think. And um, so I finally got in touch with him and and then I you know just it was one of those things where you could tell like somehow this dude thinks he's above this work and it's like I'm trying to give you business here like I told you like let's work out the details I'm interested to hear what your pricing is like you know what would you charge for this and this and this and it was just one of those things where it was like nothing and then you try and get back in touch with him and it was like again nothing you can see that he read the message and just didn't respond it's like okay well if that's how you want to run your shit then I I'm not gonna fuck with you anymore you know yeah good luck good luck getting beyond your current level if that's how you handle people right you know so after that then it was like Jess was asking what we're doing about the art and I told her and she was like well I could probably do that well, I didn't want to burden you with it, but uh-huh. I laid out when the deadline was when we needed it by, and she said she could do it. So that's where we are. Well, she's already killing it. Yep. And <laughs> she's having a lot of fun with it, too. Good. So that's good. I am getting tattooed by her in four days. Yeah, you are. I think she's working on your stuff tonight, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. Be amazing. When was the last time she tattooed you? Was it probably Gus? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, she might have. She touched up Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was either Gus or Deadpool there. I need to get in there soon and get some stuff worked on. Yeah. This is absurd. I know. I'm going on like it's a long time. I mean, I've had my chest started. We started this and. 2010 <laughs> it's hard it's hard to get you know it is hard. but you know you what i think i'm sure it would be fine for you to do as well but i think you just need to walk into the shop and make an appointment with Corey. <laughs> yeah, i do you don't even need to like don't even like ask your wife just go in and be like yeah. i'd like to make an appointment with jesse Villars, please that's probably what i should do because that, that's, that's kind of what i did i was just like I mean, I told her about it, but I was just like, I'm going to go in and make an appointment. And I just talked to Corey and I was like, okay, book me for like three months from now. Yeah. Because I think we've talked about this before. It's like, she'll ask me, someone cancels or whatever. And it's like the day before, uh-huh. do you want to come and get tattooed all day tomorrow? And it's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't like getting tattooed. I don't either. Like, I hate it. I know if I have, like, if I knew... Three months from now, I have this date booked. That gives me time to know, all right, on that date, it's happening. Yeah. But if it's like, tomorrow, I'm going to do all of these things, and I didn't have like getting tattooed on on the list of things yeah. to do, if you th- try and throw that in there like the day before, it's just like, 
no, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, yeah. Especially when you're talking about like getting your chest worked on or some shit like that, which is a, a totally different ordeal. Everybody just, keeps telling me my back is going to be awful, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. I feel like if you've had your chest done, I, I've yeah. heard from multiple people that nothing, nothing else is worse than that. So, yeah, you know, whatever. So, um, we're gonna get going and go and discuss some, some promo pictures. Yas. And, um, hang out a couple seconds for the outro and we'll uh, talk to you then. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And, um, visit us at our newly tweaked website, superdivorceme.com. Catch up with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash superdivorce, Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, and also, um, when you go to our website, y'all, check out, uh, if you just scroll, actually, you don't even have to scroll, it comes right up when you, when you go there now, you'll see where you can enter your email address. Enter your email address into that entry field, and, um, and you will be receiving three brand new songs from the upcoming album that we haven't even officially announced yet uh, as far as a release date or title goes but you can hear three songs off of it right now if you sign up on our email list yep yeah so do that and also um, you can check me out on social media just look up Nicholas Villars wherever you go I'm watching a girl get stabbed with a pitchfork oh if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram, at BenderButt. Oh, before we leave, a little bonus. Yeah. I uh, I watched the Castlevania Netflix in one sitting. I've seen two episodes, yes. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome. Yes. Yeah, I can't it's wait for more. Pretty cool. It's I think like, I need to finish it. Yeah. You should definitely finish it, because, yeah. like... Um, I, I watched a James Rolfe review mm-hmm. after I watched it, like later that night. I just happened to see that he had reviewed it too, and um, he had like a similar view to mine, where it's like it doesn't feel exactly like early Castlevania, like uh-huh. for the NES or anything. It's it seems more inspired by Symphony of the Night, but it's uh, it's still really cool. The first episode focuses like entirely on dracula yeah so you get like his side of the story right and then when you get to the very end you're kind of introduced to trevor belmont and then um the second episode kind of picks up with him and then the next two focus on him and his cast of merry soldiers that he's Uh trudging along with but um yeah it's it's uh it's really good though I'm interested to see where they're going to take it. It did feel almost like it could have just been a Netflix movie, you know? Yeah, it probably could have done If you just put it all that. together. Yeah. You know? Um, but, but it's already been renewed for a season two, so hopefully they'll really kind of... Yeah. I think know. they said season two is going to have eight episodes. Yeah. Which, okay, that's more substantial than like a four episode uh, I think you're getting... No, I think we're going to get more season one. Oh really? I think they're released. They release like half of it, and then we're gonna get another half. I oh, have okay. to. We have to look that up. But I okay. think there's gonna be a second half. I hope so. Yeah, that would be good because four episodes is a very short season. Yeah. So, but it is really good. High quality, great animation. I love the art style. Uh-huh. You know, it is in the anime style. Yeah, it is. But it's it's unique. It's it's really cool. So. Check out Castlevania on Netflix. You'll uh, you'll enjoy it if you're a fan of the games, I think. Yes. So, until next week, chefs. Um, hope you guys enjoy yourselves. And uh, I don't know. Do you want to? We want to try and zero back in on something next week. I Get still have business. Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. You have those. Well, 
Didn't, didn't we still have He-Man that we were trying to yeah. do? Yeah, put Sierra back on He-Man. Okay, because I'm, I think He-Man is on Netflix. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Okay. We'll find out for certain, but let's pencil that in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, thanks for checking out this episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Super divorce.